take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. Good. Oh. <laughs> All right, we're recording. Surprise, we're recording. We gotta give him like a catchphrase or some shit. We need to wire up like a red light. Like a live button. <laughs> right. I feel like there will be like a pause because we'll all be staring there, looking at like. I like that light turned on. And okay. I like <laughs> oh, I like uh, I like Frank's sideways mic this week. It's like he's a fucking gangster in a '90s movie holding a fucking gun sideways. <laughs> Damn right. Makes look so much cooler, you know. <laughs> yeah. The listeners need. Thank you for telling them how cool it looks, though. Yeah, it looks great. Yo, it's not my fault. This shit is stripped. Like, so we're going back to you <laughs> from the pit. I'm Mikey. I'm Frank. I'm Phil, and we are missing Ron once again. Cause he has a POS Chrysler. Car troubles. Uh, he has that error of Chrysler that just fails. <laughs> I mean, uh, we we get some through that are really nice. They're probably the nice inside. looking. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. I defer to anybody besides my own judgment on cars because I know nothing about cars. But this is not a podcast about cars. It's yeah, not. fuck cars. Yeah. Well, don't go that far. But <laughs> it's about metal, and you don't have to know about cars for metal. I mean, no, you don't. Not at all. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Moving forward, how's everybody's week been? Welcome. Why don't you go first? Uh, mine was eventful, as opposed to the last time. I had some weddings. Ooh. Um, yeah, one with the, the girl and her family, and that was a labor of love. And the second one was uh, out in the Poconos, and it was some friends. Okay. So that was a lot cooler. I got the... You know, see a bunch of old high school friends and stuff. Like the uh, high school reunion that we didn't go to last year. It's kind of like what happened there. Nice. A lot of the people that I wanted to see, so it was cool. Um, yeah. Um. Otherwise, nothing too eventful. Uh, as far as music goes, like I was talking to you earlier a little bit, I went back to something we talked about already, and... Um, gave it a run again. It was from Cryo Chamber. Mm-hmm. It was the dark ambient stuff. Well, there was like I guess Cryo Chamber is actually a label. I'm saying like I guess, but I'm I'm pretty positive. And they did a, a collaborative work. It was three pieces. Uh, they're all out already, and they're Cthulhu, Azathoth, and Naralethotep. So, thematically, it was real easy to get into it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't really want a lot of description for the indescribable no. horrors that these concepts are. And it's also cool because it was a bunch of dudes that went in and made an effort at dark, ambient HP Lovecraft. So, it was cool. That makes sense. Yeah, no, it was, you know, I uh, threw it on again this morning when I, I did all my laundry, came home, and I had a bunch of chores to do getting ready for 
the uh, apartment inspections we got going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, while I was just doing my chores, I was letting that kind of go on in the background. Assault my brain. Yeah. It's like the, you know, the yang to the yin as far as like harsh noise. This is like equally dark without being abrasive. I was going to say it's more mellow. I get like, I don't want to say mellow, but it's, it's easier to listen to i guess like it's it's like the grandpa's <laughs> guitars no I, I think it's cool and it's a little easier again you know being in an apartment if i can't really blast harsh noise my cats and shit i don't think your neighbors would appreciate that no probably not probably not um otherwise i'll get to everything else when we get further into the show all right so high energy this week we're all so high energy this is like super monotone right now it happens i know i mean i know this is what happens when you record on mondays yeah yeah uh this week had uh nothing too eventful but me and the lady had our anniversary oh yeah went pumpkin picking (laughs) <laughs> when pumpkin picking so you know now we got some nice gourds that we plan to mutilate in our image nice yeah some nice totems yes uh other than that uh been i don't know if we are going to that show tomorrow or not but yeah i have no i, I mean i'll let you know yeah. If I can't make, where is that one at Underground Arts? Yes. I think that one's doable by train. Alright. If I can't make it, but I'd, um, I'd like to. We'll, we'll see. Um, I'm a struggle bus right now. But I was listening to one of the like opening acts, uh, Ground, this week. Yeah. Um, that was good shit. Yeah, yeah it was. When, as Sam will get to that later. Another thing I was listening to this week was something that you showed us, I believe, at the end of when we were done recording last week. Um, the I always say around the pertubator or pertubator. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I I bought that shit. Uh, like, isn't that fucking all? Which, which albums did you grab? Right now, I only grabbed uh, the Uncanny Valley okay. because, like I said, they had like a like special edition one with like a twenty-eight page like book or something apparently, and I was like. Pfft, Let's get that. Oh, nice. Are we still good over there? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the, the one of the house cats tried helping Tom edit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, isn't fucking like, let me just point out, isn't dark wave and synth wave kind of fucking sweet? Oh, it's, it's taking that, like <laughs> that 80 sound it's and making it good. Bringing it out like dishwater. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of hit and miss there, but uh, perturbator, however you want to pronounce it, I really fucking nailed it. Especially like the like more like aggressive tracks are yeah. like yeah. you're like fuck yeah. Well, that's why I made a comment maybe two weeks ago about how I was kind of starting to like dip my toes into that because I love the '80s and and like cult movies and shit. Um. But I didn't really know. I have no direction. I put on playlists, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like you said, there's like some real cool shit, and then some just 
too close to the what, 80s. What had me, because I was already familiar with them, but what had me listening to them a lot more recently was uh, after binge-watching the fuck out of Stranger Things, mm. I was like, I need, I need more. That's what, that's what sparked it for me. Yeah. Like, I was like, Stranger Things was amazing. I do love the 80s, you're right. Did you, uh, by any chance, I this is really derailing now, but someone did a mix of the Stranger Things theme with uh, Childish Gambino, and it's like the dopest shit ever. No, we'll I'll play to check it, it out. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll play that for you later. But I'm a, The other thing I like about the... Always, how do you say the name? Perturbator? Perturbator? Yeah. Perturbator? <laughs> like a uh, PT. <laughs> all right. Um, like all of the like descriptions for say like the albums and whatnot give like this like story of yeah. of this crazy world. Like uh, yeah. Man. So I didn't like mark the band to the Trello because overall I can't say I was totally into the music, but on my band camp travels this morning I found an artist under post hardcore mm-hmm. that told a really sad story um it was just the uh it was the architecture it was like the vehicle for the story that I wasn't totally into mm-hmm. but it was very the sad to give it an example of what I'm talking about it's like Tokyo 2112 AD. Neon glyphs flash across the alley, blinking kanji. Hues of gar- garish pink and red emerge. Language of the night. Your android partner, a deadly weapon just like you. She's draped in the radiance, wearing it as camouflage, a prototype. Lith, oblique, next gen, uh, fatal. Your last faith in humanity and the only soul you can trust. After the war against machines, factions of the cult remain, dismantling what little technological trust mankind retains. The black church is where they recruit their fanatics. Destroy them. Like. It always helps in a concept work where it has a good story. Like all of Coheed. I mean, you always kind of felt the music reflecting the story. Mm hmm. Or, um. Man, there was that one act that you've been following for a while now, Ragnarok Prophecy. Yeah, which I'm still waiting for. It's like the call and return that they pull off that it, it makes it a little bit more than just. It makes yeah. it like a real concept. I'm still waiting for more of that. Um, like it's supposed to be like a I think a three album deal, and still so far it's only the one. <clears throat> right. Well, I mean, we're still waiting on Vildharta as well. It's been like two, three years. Yeah. Yeah, uh, as for that act we were just talking about, uh, for anyone who's not familiar, and since we're all stumbling over the name, uh, it's spelled P-E-R-T-U-R-B-A-T-O-R. You'll find them if you just type that into YouTube. It's good shit. Check it's, it out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I've been blasting that in the car. Yeah, that's just <laughs> awesome. It's gonna get me a speeding ticket. All those fucking Night Rider montages is just okay. going off in your head. <laughs> I'm gonna like, I think I'm gonna paint like a button in my car to say like Turbo or something. Oh man, <laughs> me and Ness tried doing, tried recreating the same like 
effect that I had had when I drove to Dushore a few months ago, listening to scary stories all the way up. But Why we would... we just kept hitting these fucking depressing fucking oh. Yeah. I can't even describe it. It just like wasn't set in the mood. It was just like, man, we're going to a wedding and we feel awful. <laughs> like <laughs> not getting creeped out, just feeling bad. Mm. Thanks. How was your week? My week was uh surprisingly decent. I ended up um unexpectedly making it to the Descendants concert hmm. on Thursday. Nice. So yeah, that was fucking awesome. Uh other than that, nothing too exciting to be honest. Has anybody um caught up on Ash vs. Evil Dead? Nope. No. I mean to. I definitely need yeah, to me too. catch that. I haven't had time to stop and do much, so. So we all got a chance to listen to the f- two available tracks from Dillinger Escape Plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, potentially final release. How are you guys feeling about that? So far, so good. Uh, I'm really curious to hear it as a, as a complete piece. Yeah, I kind of... I'm hesitant to say too much before I pull the same thing I did with Every Time I Die. Because that's what, kind of what I said earlier about the two tracks was like, yeah, this is a Dillinger album. But I'm pretty confident we're going to get some bombs in the other. Like, I'm pretty sure there's like a hefty amount of tracks. I'm going to check that real quick. That was it. The songs we heard are, are awesome. Like, the oh, what was that second track? Um, wait, though it it's very chaotic. Limerent death, I think, was the second track yeah. we listened to. I will give them; they always have that. Uh, there's like when they do like that spastic like stuff. Well, there's like the real jerky, like stabby. Just yes. like, or there's also like the drunk music, like the, the runs that count, contradict each other. Yes. Yeah, that's I, Dillinger's definitely curate, like cultivated their own brand of what they do. Um, I I was I wish I got a chance to show you um, their plagiarism album because mm-hmm. that's that's an older one, like. I remember like jamming that in high school, um, and it was all covers. Like uh, you were making a joke about them covering Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson, like I think they covered all pop songs. <laughs> so like, was there any Susan Boyle on that bitch? <laughs> no, that was the timeline sewing that up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry, this is taking way longer than it should. Why are you bad at this? Bandcamp's acting silly. I'm just going to look this up straight on Google. Oh my god, he's taking even longer now. Hey, man. <sighs> Jesus Christ. You've had like two seconds. <laughs> How much time <laughs> like do you need? <laughs> it's like we weren't sitting here forever waiting for Tom to set up. <laughs> We're getting here. Hey. <laughs> you guys got anything else to talk about while I'm looking? before we get to the next segment um 
now, but fuck. We but forgot fuck. to to write that letter to that brewery. That's we something need we to, need to work on. Yeah, we need to like sit down yeah. with that. That's a uh, That's that's got to be good. Cuz they need to uh they need to understand the error of their way. It's it's a big one. It's okay, a big so issue. it's not quite as big of an album as Every Time I Die. We've got 11 tracks. So that's, it's robust. Yeah. It's still Yeah, it's plenty for Dillinger. They're not exactly. They don't, they don't really usually, do short songs, so. Right. I was going to say there's sometimes I buy an album like, "Ooh, I got 3 songs." <laughs> And uh, I, know, uh, I know Megadeth was in town last night, so there were a million Megadeth shirts on campus today. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, man. The man. Like, yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool seeing younger kids into like Megadeth and shit. But it's also kind of funny that it's like there are the like the metal and hardcore kids I see around campus occasionally, and then there's like fucking super nerds rocking Megadeth t-shirts. <laughs> hey, man. It's, you know, more power to you, but it is funny, the difference. They're undeniably an entry point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, without question. But um, Red Fang released their album. Yeah, I haven't checked that out yet. I heard a couple of the promo tracks, and it's good. Yeah, yeah. I imagine it'll be more of the same. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, that's cool. That's kind of where I'm at with like yeah. I, that's what I want from them. They have yeah. like the they almost had like solid grooves and shit. Right? Yeah. Okay. They were and the and the awesome music videos. Yeah, linked up with uh, Iron Reagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the stumbling into each other. <laughs> it's cool shit. Yeah. Yeah, that, so that should be fun. I'm looking forward to checking that out. I knew that came out. I uh, haven't really been able to get my hands on it yet. I'm uh, yeah, I'm pretty much like spent for the week as far as like music. Cause when I picked up the special edition, Prince Bear, I was like, yeah, that's that's all my music for the week. Yeah, yeah it's worth it though. I feel you though. I I'm still trying to chip away at what i was talking about two weeks ago it's that's why like i said i don't have an issue with using a subscription service as well as trying to build my collection because it's in a way kind of achieve i mean you you don't have as wide a library but you almost achieve that in Bandcamp streaming and having a collection Mm -hmm. that's what i've been falling back on i almost completely got like i've disabled spotify because every time i get into my car it tries to hijack the show and I'm like no <laughs> I've got things I'm doing and it wasn't you so. third yeah so that's the weeks that's the releases yeah I can't think of too much else that I'm not already talking about so. I saw so many things that I just went past that happens a lot, man. Uh, it's, I don't know. I'll be keeping an eye out tomorrow uh, for new shit. Yeah. But I'm doing a lot of band camp digging, and I have a lot of things that are, like, sitting there waiting for me to check them out. I just really haven't had the time. Yeah, when you sent me that one 
fan to check out for here for today. I was just like a numb. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I totally I, get that. I've been there. That's when I end up doing weird things like listening to Kesha all day. (laughs) 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 Just like, I I can't do this anymore. See, that's where I should have ended the Bandcamp cycle with the Cryo Chamber collabs not started the day like that. I I wish I listened. I started jamming out to Temple on on the steps of the Temple. Mm Mm-hmm. And I love Temple, but then I just got immediately distracted and fucking forgotten. Now I'm like, man, it would have been nice to bring that back around. It's tough, man, because I'll like, I'll grab like fucking six, seven albums. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to check these all out. And then I'll listen to like two. I'll be like, all right, man, I like, it's too much new shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a fall back now. That or you have a. Uh weeks like what you had uh last week yes and what i had uh the other day all i wanted like i was listening to rose funeral in the car and i was like you know what like this is like pretty much the only deathcore album i have i was like just maybe there's some like newer deathcore bands that are good ironically (sighs) enough i was with you today looking in deathcore on Bandcamp. yeah i'll tell you bud we found it. It was Black Tongue. Yeah, that's... Because that's all we but... get. That's all life wants to give us right now. And everything else is just shit. Yeah, it's definitely lacking any sort of, like, refinement or zazz or anything new. Maybe it just... They've just gotten worse with the, well, like, I was like, recording. Look, I was like, I was so disappointed, I immediately looked up the Acacia Strain. Because I was like, at least consistent or like you said uh you know rose funeral carnifex carnifex's new album should be real good we checked out that one track i don't know like two months ago about and it was good (laughs) fuck me that's uh, that's what we do after the show there we go (laughs) um i think it's about that time unless you guys have any other bits I got nothing. Oh, so what are we doing? Well, we'll be missing the the familiar cracking of cans this week. See, uh, this week isn't brutal brews. We can't call it brutal no. brews. This isn't. This isn't this week brood. Is brutal booze? Yeah. Uh oh. This is the first time uh, we've made that change since the passing of Lemmy. Indeed. Uh, Sorry, I'm uh, I am pouring the this fine liquid. Which, uh, also, it turns out I I had a uh, plan for what I wanted to do with this segment on Edge Day, and I didn't keep track. And uh, apparently, today is Edge Day, so. Uh, all you straight edgers out there, fucking more power to you. Congrats on doing what you do. Enjoy your day. Listen to lots of fucking chain of strength and shit. <laughs> I was I was talking to Tommy at the wedding. I was like, is it, it's, it's cool for me to go to like, you know, lifeless shows, right? And I was just fucking with him. He's like, oh yeah, dude, it's fine, it's fine. It's like one of the dudes smokes like crazy. 
I'm like, oh, cool. Seems like we've gotten open minds in the last about decade. Oh, yeah. It's a word. <laughs> we're, we're in a good scene. You don't have to worry about any of that shit. So that's but. that's that's good. That's taken care of. Ooh. Right? Oh, my. Yeah. So have we described what we have here today? We have not. Um, I guess, should we go with the... Uh, we going with the album first? We going with the... The, the booze at hand. This one was uh, this one was your pairing, so however you feel it appropriate. Your presentation, sir. Okay. Well, we're gonna go with the album first. Alright. So album that we've actually talked about quite frequently, being with uh, Mike's venture into black metal recently. Um that's gonna be Bathery's Bloodfire Death. Nice. Which technically as far as sound and that goes, was there their transition to to Viking metal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it was still very much uh, uh, blackened, sonically black metal, but the, the there was the tone thematically uh, and with rhythmically certain aspects of the album. Because I feel mm-hmm. like rhythmically, it was I was expecting a lot more blast beats and now you got the like that. the battle. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The strummy black mm-hmm. metal. Which, now, this album just provides such fantastic imagery from the opening track where you hear the... The horse! The the horse horse and you hear galloping and, like, with this, like, like, symphony going on, like, which is Odin rides over Nordland. Like, so you have this great imagery of just battle, Odin (laughs) kicking ass... Pretty sure this battlefield is just lit on fire. Blood, fire, and death. Yes. Mm. The those who try to change the ways of I'm not gonna lie, being as that I heard it only weeks ago, like recently, hearing the horse and the battle and all that, I was impressed how it didn't sound so I expected it to sound a lot shittier. No, it's because it, it was it's almost like a it's almost like a trope mm-hmm. that whole like opening up with a with like out an interlude but the interlude itself is like this scene rather than like music you know what i'm saying no i completely get what you're saying um so it was like one of i guess the first-ish instances of like that and it was like one of the first instances of this like metal trope is that yeah. accurate? Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, you also have to keep in mind this was first wave shit. That's what uh, I mean. yeah. So he yeah. again, like he was building off of nothing, and that's why right. you, that's why you hear a that's lot. That's why of, I found it a lot less cheesy. You, you hear a lot of emulation of that in the second wave and beyond. But yeah, totally. It just made more sense, and I found it a lot more acceptable because it was first wave. Like, and also in the album, there's like a lot of those like uh like almost like symphonic like choir parts that are going on yeah as something, <laughs> and it just adds to that like atmosphere. I should have it's... listened to it first. Yes, but no, sorry. Let me only take away from the discussion. I did. Um, with that, you're seeing these images <clears throat> of a fire blasted battlefield, the smoke rising up. You need to 
to have a little sip of something over your victory. And to go with that, we've got uh, Balcones Brimstone, which is a a nice uh, Texas corn whiskey that they uh, that is smoked using a uh, Texas scrub oak. Okay. Now, how would you God, describe? Delicious. Well, the smell of they smoked the shit out of this. It's like, the first thing that hits you, but once you get past that, there's a there's a subtle sweetness to it. Yes, there's sweetness. There's almost like a leather almost uh, scent to it, which yeah, yeah, you're right. Wouldn't have picked that out on my own. Oh. Then when you have a sip. Again. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. The, the aftertaste reminds me um, of, like, an Islay scotch. Mm-hmm. Like Laphroaig, Lagavulin. Um, it's that... The, the smokiness is just... Oh, it's beautiful. I almost feel like that's why they chose a... For their mash, it is just pure blue corn. There's nothing else. No, like, uh, rye or anything like that mixed right. in with it. It's... I almost feel like that way you have a blank... Uh, a uniform base to carry the... Uh, this smokiness. It, it's certainly unique. I would mm-hmm. not confuse this with anything else. Now, how did you feel about the Johnny Walker Double Black? I did not have it. Did I? I got that from Matt. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was good. It's similar. This is less peaty. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But also, like, the mouthfeel on this is, like, nice and oily and like the word I would think I'd use to describe this is hearty. Yeah, because I know that it's gonna give me indigestion later. But I think that's what you search for in like your Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting because as much as um I, I wanna compare this more to a scotch than because anything, of... there are definitely this is definitely an American whiskey. Yeah. Um, which it's is cool. Texas. I, I think mm. it's really, uh, it's tackling something that I, I personally Brimstone's haven't really seen um, a lot of in American whiskeys. Mm-hmm. So. I was going to say, and also <clears throat> you're get, we're getting a, this is a, to get an American whiskey out of uh, anything other than like Kentucky or Tennessee usually is a uh, kind of sometimes taking a risk, but yeah, yeah, to an extent. This is a uh, almost has like a mesquite finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, this is this is this is how you celebrate after a battle. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, fire is included. Yes, because. As they say, fire and brimstone. Boom. <laughs> uh, one thing to keep in mind, also with this, um, it is definitely a sipper, 
as it's sporting a uh, 53%. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I know for some people that might be uh, a little too angry, but... Yeah, uh, it looks mean like a bourbon. Mm. In the indigestion feel. Oh, yeah, me too. The hyper Bernie. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, I once had to explain to someone who was drinking Jägermeister while I was drinking Wild Turkey 101 <laughs> uh, how much heavier what I was drinking while I was thinking. I was like, oh, it's only 31 proof. And I was like, are you fucking... Are you that dumb? <laughs> you that dumb? Like... Trying to explain... Like, what you have to explain to someone is like... As I found is... Say I'm drinking a beer that's 7%. And they're drinking a beer that's five, and they're like, oh, it's not that much of a difference. You're like, yes, it is. It's like, think about when you have a 5% beer, and you have a 5.5% beer. You tend to feel it. Um, if you're drinking them in quantity, you start to notice it. So when you go for something that's like, say, 35%, and then are drinking something that's 50%, like, that's a, that's a huge gap. Oh, in, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I I gotta fucking hand it to you for the album and uh, whiskey pairing. Mm-hmm. This was one of those. Uh, I was driving home from work. I was blasting Bloodfire Death, and I was like, "Man, what am I? What am I going to get for this?" So stopped in uh, Canals. I was perusing the beer section obvious reasons nothing was like smacking me in the face and i was like uh it's like well i ran out of my uh my bourbon at home i was like well i need to pick up whiskey so i screw into the whiskey and i see uh the brimstone and i'm like oh that's perfect hmm <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely worthy of a Texas whiskey. Yeah. Very representative of everything I would think of <laughs> with from yeah. the woody, burny, big mesquite. and bold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I imagine uh, a large campfire in the woods. Yeah. See, and this was this would be good for that being that it's a sip and whiskey. Mhm. Something to sit around a campfire and and take in slowly. Only if the campfire <clears throat> is of invaders. That you are now burning for other invaders to know. <laughs> Let them smell their brethren. <laughs> so it'll smell like pork. Probably. In the air. And fabric burning. Mm. Oh, and that disgusting smell of burning hair. Yep. That mm. would be there. <laughs> well, With shit. That, I was going to say... Oh, what were you going to say? Um, no, I was going to say, I feel like uh, if you're listening to this podcast... Uh, you should be familiar with blood, fire, and death. If not, yes, that's something you need to change immediately regardless. And if that's the case, I think you should be doing it with a bottle of this brimstone. Mm. Uh, yeah. This is, uh... <coughs> I'll say, as far as, uh, as booze goes, this was definitely one of my finer purchases. Yeah, this is fantastic. And I'll tell you, the, the two times that I really end up, like, focusing on what I'm listening to are when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. 
or when I'm sitting down with a drink and throwing on an album. Yeah. And the latter of those two, I think, uh, this is the perfect situation. Whether you're already familiar with Blood, Fire, and Death, or whether uh, this will be your first time. But, yeah, fuck, man. Listen to Blood, Fire, and Death by Bathory. Pick up a bottle of uh, Balcones or Balconies uh, Brimstone. Have yourself a nice little session. God damn, I don't want to finish this. I'm <laughs> sipping on this for a little while. Yeah. I will say, fair warning, um, I had some yesterday afternoon around 3. Now I ate, like, two meals uh, after that. Went to bed. Woke up. And I was like, I still got smokiness in my mouth. The the hot sauce I use for my breakfast in the morning will clear that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Alright. Well, there's that. I, mm. I feel like we're trucking right along. It's weird having Ron back for a week and then losing him again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're losing out on a lot of... Uh, failed attempts at uh, cracks on people um, uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of poor taste in, in music uh, and Ron's not here to defend any of this right now so <laughs> also know what he did know what he did to our fans he just put the tip in and was like oh nope nope just the tip he played just the tip with our audience well, with any luck, his <clears throat> car will get put back together. Uh, I don't know. Correctly. Uh, and then I'll be ramming at full speed and bursting everywhere like Peter North. <laughs> <laughs> I just, for some reason, have the, the image of that episode of Venture Brothers where it's like, oh yeah, me and Brock Samson were uh, dorm mates in college. Uh, 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 uh. Just banging the chick in his room. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta give a little more context for the else. Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because if they don't know, they're just like, what? Yeah, they can get familiar. Venture yeah. Brothers is totally worth if if you like comedy. Yeah, or even I was gonna say uh, Johnny Quest. Even a little. Yeah. So it totally gives me the. <clears throat> so um how's everybody i've been feeling about like new releases i know we've all talked about trudging through Bandcamp, respectively mm-hmm. that is essentially what we do for everybody yeah i mean this is this is really the the beating heart of what we're trying to do is find bands that otherwise have little or no platform you know, right. bands that, that threw an album up there and uh, it's just been floating around on the internet waiting for people to hear it. And we're out there like goddamn internet cowboys lassoing this shit and bringing it to you fine folks. So, mm-hmm. check some of this shit out. Uh, that said, what did you guys find this week? Well, would you already forget? Tooth, uh, 
This week, Keith Mike Rinder. brings you the most forgettable band he's ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> no. He just found... has a really bad memory. Yeah. Teeth grinder. So bad that you think my memory's great. <laughs> I like Teeth Grinder. I do too. Um, very, uh, very power violence grind. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of akin to like agoraphobic nosebleed. Yeah, um, I'd say a little less chaotic than agoraphobic. Okay, yeah. Um, which well, is where I where I have to kind of throw in that it's sort of on that power violence line. So I feel like with power violence, there's a slightly more structured feel than in mm-hmm. grindcore sometimes. That's that's I'm really for me nearly... one of the two like distinctive differences. Yeah, because yeah, I thought power <clears throat> violence was a little more towards noise than it's got usually a very heavy distortion. Uh huh. But it's kind of more. Uh, I don't want to say chugging along, but it has that like. Yeah, it's and it's. Uh, I mean, it's a I mean, genre was... that has has changed a lot from what we first called it. So it's kind of I don't want to say misused, but it's uh, it's really all over the place as far as what's considered power violence. See, um, I really liked the riffiness. Yeah, well, like I said, dude, that shit I found legitimately catchy. Like, it's still fucking looping through in my head right now. Yeah. It was aggressive. Um, so we stumbled, really that aggressive. song, that first song we heard, um, was off an album that I wasn't aware it was about to drop. Um, I think mm-hmm. it was November 14th, it said. Oh, sweet. Oh, that's right. What uh, That one's called Nihilism, right? I think so. And the the Fitting. one that you would listen to is called Misanthropy. Yeah. I'm <laughs> catching on to a theme here. <laughs> Wait, you mean a grind or a power violence band that has nihilistic views? So they don't like society and they think everything's pointless. Huh. That's Odd. that's a very novel concept. I never heard anything like that from a <laughs> grind band. But no, seriously, it's it's fucking uh it's it's really good. Yeah, I, at I least if it. they're gonna do that and go with you know uh, with album names that are literally just basic philosophies, uh, they're put <laughs> they're doing it with good music. Mm. Yeah, totally. And um, I mean, it's for for a grind um, act or a power violence act. Um, they had some eight minute long songs, and that's. That's pretty Listening intense. through earlier. It was good. It was good straight through and again, totally riffy. So now where uh where did you find them? How did I find them or where? Well, either or. I mean, yeah, how'd you find them? What means did you use to listen to them? Where can other people find them? Is kind of what I'm getting at. Okay. So I found them simply perusing the like custom search options on Bandcamp. Okay. So, like, there's the standard, like, top row of, like, yeah. different genres you can pick from, but I very quickly realized I wasn't getting shit anywhere that way, <laughs> and it was a lot better to just start creating genres, because they have a lot of pre-populated uh, answers, really yeah. specific, like... Freeform black and death jazz? Close. Like... This, this is why I, I generally find, because, like, 
I remember the one day going on to Bandcamp and just typing in hardcore, and that was mm. a fucking mess. Why would you do that? Uh, and then I it went was, in, yeah. you know, you'll, I typed, you'll like, start finding like some techno acts because like well, yeah, hardcore and shit. But like then that. I also tried hardcore punk to weed that shit out, and eh, after like a hundred bands, I found like two decent ones. Mm. That's why I think uh, I generally have a much better experience going to bands I know, looking at the fans, and then looking through their libraries. See, yeah, and, like, the thing is, like, with my... I spent a lot of time today looking around to uh, bring you guys Tooth Grinder. <clears throat> Teeth Grinder. Shit. Yeah, Jesus. Tooth Grinder just makes more sense to me, like, phonetically. But I'm not them. But they're grinding more than one. Yeah. So, all right. Cool, teeth grinder. I just keep fucking it up like <laughs> Freudian slip shit. Do you, do you happen to remember the um the band camp off the top of your head? I mean, you know, it'll get posted in the description if it's on the Trello, but Oh, he doesn't he doesn't post links. Oh. Oh no. I don't post links. <laughs> I, I didn't okay. know we upgraded the links. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me and Phil are up on the link All shit, right, so shit. Uh, I'll I'll alter. But I in case any of the listeners haven't Joined our Instagram. That's what I was doing this week. Oh. Got us all set up on the Insta from the pit official. Boom. Oh, true. Yeah. So check us out at us. I will do my best to keep the content flowing. So I will. I'll try and get that link up. There will also now be a place for your brutal bruise posts to be yes. shared that's, that's where i was going link with them. Mm-hmm. yes so a plus on that i'll get that twitter account made sometime this week so that you guys can come and say horribly inappropriate things to us in 140 characters or less <laughs> don't be surprised when we strike back though yeah i'll set i'll set fucking frank loose on you yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't. You think, I, I. You think you have a dirty mind? Whew. You guys think you've heard some shit on the show? You really have no fucking clue. Yeah, I got. You it. really don't know. And then if he, if God forbid, you have a picture, he might just show up and like face bang you. Yeah. You never know. And not in like face the very. Bang, so he would like aggressively give you oral. <laughs> no, I mean he won't even. <laughs> he won't even take his pants off. Suck He'll just dry dick. hump your head. Okay. <laughs> but in a very loving way it won't be uh, there will be lots of tender touching going on you'll hear muffled poetry <laughs> his dick reads Shakespeare <laughs> anyway on <laughs> moving on teeth grinder look them up on Bandcamp, and also or on check out cryo chambers extended yes. group of artists if you like staring into the abyss. Word. Uh oh, we're on to me. So <laughs> uh as I was saying earlier, I was I was like, I wanna I wanna listen to some deathcore. And that didn't fucking happen as I was spending way too much time on Bandcamp, <clears throat> getting frustrated. Um so there's that uh that show going on tomorrow night, which is Toxic Holocaust, uh Noisum Oh man Activate, Activate for real. And uh Ground Ground. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Let me pick a 
ground, which I'm assuming is the opening act or one of the like openers. I was like, let me see what they're about. And they're into some. It's grindcore esque or closer to the power violence. What's that? Ground. Uh, ground. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's more. Uh, I want to say it's more almost like old school grind. I was thinking old school hardcore. Closer. Yeah, I I mean, there's a little bit in both. Uh, what like old school grind? If you're talking shit like Repulsion, uh, really doesn't sound quite. Oh. Okay, it, it's that it's that it's that thrashy with that mm-hmm. sort of heavier it's got yeah. it's ballsier yeah as opposed to just being aggressive and yeah there there are certainly elements of hardcore in there i mean there uh there're going to be some breakdown pits during ground unquestionably it definitely <clears throat> i think uh listening to them was the first time that i understood um I guess hardcore dancing or the the urge for that mm-hmm. because I was sitting there I was like putting my clothes away because I just got done laundry and I was like blasting that and I just like yeah I started fucking throwing fists and I was like <laughs> I was like this is so fucking good like look, look at you yeah no at first uh, I wasn't remembering the like like pseudo blast beat parts mm-hmm. it but. just. They're so good. They're so good. Yeah, totally. Just put them everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> all the we, things we with both the, brought blast beats to the table today. All the yeah. things with all the blast beats. I want to hear. I want to hear. I'll listen to fucking Maroon Five if they have blast beats. My uh, <laughs> one of my buddies used to joke around and would start like doing like blast beats on the table because he said he was going to make a porno grindcore version of uh, Come All Ye Faithful. Um, to come on ye faithful Christ oh, the wow. whore I'm okay with that yeah so he would just sit there and start doing that while growling yeah that's where I automatically go with blast beats fair enough god damn um, but no fucking ground as I said it's not necessarily it's nothing new but it's just fucking heavy uh Makes you want to punch something. Yeah, it's good shit, man. I'm I'm really open to make it out there tomorrow with you. Um, and but if not, uh, you should certainly be going if you're capable of doing so. Mm-hmm. It's a cheap show. Tomorrow night. I have plans tomorrow night. Game on Tuesdays. Mm. But another cool, well, cool for us, fucking New Jersey band. Yes. Yeah. So fucking a. Uh, this is actually gonna be a fairly Jersey heavy show. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were finished. I believe. Uh, <laughs> ground. Um, you can check them out on Bandcamp. Um, because their name is Ground. Um, obviously a lot of things will show up. The best way to find them is go to the search bar, type Ground, and then just immediately type an N after that and the first thing will be ground and it'll say New Jersey underneath of it. So Word. that's your first one to go to. Sounds good. And for the sake of it, uh Teeth Grinder is from Zwolle in the Netherlands. Oh shit. Really? Yep. Were you on the were you on the band camp? Yep. 
Yeah. Do, 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 is the link in there? On the app? No. No. Ah, that's dumb. <laughs> it is. Same thing on uh, SoundCloud made it <clears throat> a little bit annoying to get mm. things done. Right yeah. on. So why don't you tell us what you were listening to? I what marvelous was... noise passed through your ear canals? Uh, now I don't even want to talk. <laughs> um, no, I'm also bringing in a uh, Jersey band. One that we, that me, you, and Ron were first introduced to at that Shy Halud show at the Asbury Lanes. Yeah? Yeah. We saw them there? Wastelands. Told you his memory's oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, so... I woke up to an email from Bandcamp saying that Wastelands had released new material. And I, it was funny. I just the other day was thinking about them like, they were really awesome. I wonder if they're still doing shit. Like, I hope they didn't call it quits. Uh, lo and behold, here comes this fucking email. They've dropped a new album called Serpent's Tongue. And it's fucking, it's a banger, dude. Shit. And, that puts things into a different perspective. Yeah. Word. And what I really fucking enjoy, there seems to be, uh, as far as the hardcore scene goes in Jersey, um, this certain style that's been evolving where everything is very darkened. Because um, they there are aspects of them that remind me of Old Wounds, uh, who yeah. happened to do a split with yeah. the banner. And it's all this very, like, Jersey shit is dark. And it makes sense. We're hard motherfuckers. I, it's, it's not the easiest state to live in. No. Uh, and it's really reflected through a lot of these bands, uh, as well as Departed, uh, Joe Stanley's new band, uh, formerly of Sicker the Most, Frontman. Uh, they were at that show too, right? Yeah. And Departed is playing the show at Harper's on Friday. Hmm. Uh, what what time? Playing? What time's that? I'm not sure off the top of my head. I will check for you in a little bit. Uh, I mean, like I said, that one's gonna be a fucking banger. Yeah, I might have to come to that. You should. It's gonna be Barbaric's last show. So I would. But yeah, uh, Wastelands are cool. Yeah, I think I, maybe yeah. I'll go. Wastelands uh, are fucking awesome. Uh, the album I listened to it four times today. <laughs> so, I. It's up on Bandcamp. It's name here on price, which uh, fucking throw them a couple bucks. Yeah, I, I, I actually I read on one of the um, band's uh, things earlier. I don't know how true it is. I'd have to go look myself. Um, but they were like, they seemed like cross crossover or something or other. But they were like, if you <clears throat> if you're gonna pay two dollars at name your own price, put zero dollars because anything. It's like Bandcamp and um, PayPal end up getting enough for it to be like not even. Ah, uh, okay. So like, if you can afford four dollars, then I usually you, do a minute. Like, depending upon how many songs it is, like that three song thing I got from Buckshot Facelift, I still did five. Yeah, like, I, I usually yeah. do five as the minimal. Like, five dollars is fucking nothing. Like, yeah, that's what I. That's why, like. <laughs> You like that? That <laughs> was on mic too. Apparently he did. <laughs> uh yeah, but you can find them on Bandcamp. It's Wastelands N J H C 
www.bandcamp.com. Got all their other shit up there, too. Uh, Mausoleum Door, which I've been listening to since we saw them. That's a fucking... It's all good. It's really good. Uh, Very much, like I said, the new fucking NJ Hardcore sound, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Something that I really dug when I threw them on the... I forget what song it was. It's like the song that they... When I opened the link, that kind of pick, it picks for you. Um, but it just opened up, and it had, like, this uh, bass line going, which was very, like, crusty sounding. And I was like, ooh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it This one, uh, they just started with the first track, Grasping at Straws. But, yeah, yeah, that's... Oh. Yeah, it's cool. Um, great fucking band. I hope to see them again soon, since they're, they've got new material out, but... Good shit. And fucking Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> All the states hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> I mean, the Jersey... Jersey... Yeah. What are you doing? You're grabbing the wrong cup. Yeah, apparently. The Jersey-Philly power combo has just been cranking out, like, quality acts. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... Uh... Is Dillinger from... Here. I think so. I think so. I don't know. You got me on that one. You two converse a bit. I'll I'll figure this out. Uh yeah, man. I mean, it's a really good. You watched that uh that PA hardcore documentary with me, right? Yep. Yeah. I think I might still have it. Might have to get that back to you. Um, but I mean that that alone display. I mean, so much of the shit at this is hardcore is from PA, which is awesome. Like, it's... Yeah. We have a great scene right now. That's why when I saw Malice is from, like, Florida. Malice at the Palace. I was like, hmm. Florida's got a decent scene down there. They're mm. actually... Uh, FYA Fest is coming up. Well, after uh, all the looking around, a lot of uh, the Deathcore acts and some of the Hardcore acts were coming from, like, Melbourne and, and a place in England, I believe. But, like, yeah, they're apparently doing pretty good. Now, you two, uh, I was conversed a bit, but when I searched something up, I found it in like two seconds. Um, but yeah, they're from Morris Plains, New Jersey. Dillinger. Oh, no shit. I think that, I mean, that's in the same vicinity of where Wastelands is from. I never committed the band's name to memory. I don't think I ever even knew it. I was just impressed at the young kids on stage because that was the young kids, right? Not that young. I mean, uh, like, comparatively to, like, 40 Winners or Shy Halud or Sicker Than yeah, Most, they were, I, like, the young kids. Not as young as the kids that we saw playing with um, Garland Green, but... Oh, yeah, those kids were babies. they were fucking kicking they were good. ass. <laughs> yeah, they were really fucking good. Yeah. I, I wish I had a... Who was that? I never got their name either. I, w- I was about to ask Tommy when I saw him at the wedding. Here's another thing. Keep an eye out for Garland Green's new shit. Oh. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I'm not positive they're going to be on Bandcamp. It might be like iTunes and Spotify or something. That's fine. It's fine. It's I'm going to have to figure that out. They're going to have physical copies? Probably, yeah, I would assume so. I'll have to ask them. All right. 
sons of bitches. Um, <laughs> you uh, you posted a little interesting article on the Trello. Oh shit! Yeah, I did, and I didn't get a chance to finish reading it. Um, I did. Oh, did you? Yeah. So, um, yeah, thirty years after the fact, uh, Rolling <laughs> Stone wrote an article about um, how sort of um, the hardcore scene adapted a very different style than the rest of the punk scene uh, with a lot of the varsity jackets and like fucking Nike kicks and the very like the more clean cut almost fucking almost, jock style yeah which uh, you know later revolved into the basketball jerseys and all that other shit um, what I read through was kind of interesting, and it, it's it's nothing you don't already know if you have any idea of the history of hardcore. Um, because <clears throat> a lot of the a lot of the kids in the hardcore scene at the time, uh, in the in the mid to late '80s, they were all coming from the suburbs. But you hold your shows in the cities, and even though it was a a part of the punk scene. Because they looked like suburban kids. Oh, there it is. <laughs> is that every week? Every week. I was one. I I was thinking maybe it wouldn't come through because we paid karma already, having uh, listened to some of what you gonna do, um, featuring Pac-Man to General and uh, Flow Soul. I don't know, whoever the fuck those dudes were. Um. Yeah, it's it's just uh, hardcore is always every every sub culture of the punk scene has always uh, been a little different. But I think hardcore, especially at the time when it was still, you know, if you were a punk, you had a fucking huge mohawk and safety pins through your fucking cheek, and here comes these dudes with fucking crew cuts all fucking packed together because people were fucking with them. Uh, yeah, and the uniform definitely kind of evolved out of it. So, it's a cool piece on on the evolution of that and and how it got to where it is today. It's worth a read, even though I didn't finish it myself yet. But Frank, you finished it. Yeah. Any any thoughts? No, the only thing that I took away that I think is kind of cool is like, so punks obviously first start dressing the way they did to kind of like be like fuck you society. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then they have, like, their own little, like, uniform themselves. So then the like, the youth crew, kids as they're referring to them, did their own thing. Well, we're not, we're going to fucking be, like, counter against that. And yeah. we're going to dress all, like, in sports gear and shit like that. But then they're all doing it, so it's almost like a uniform. It's, it's interesting, I think, where we saw it go with the... With a lot of, especially with post-hardcore in the 90s, um, bands like Nation of Ulysses, who, um, I think their album's called The 13 Point Plan to Destroy America, <laughs> but they started dressing, like, in really smart-looking, like, nice suits and shit when they performed, and they'd actually hand out these flyers at their show, listing all of these things about, like, this is, you know, what the punk scene was. This is why, you know, at this point, like, the the counter fashion 
is less of a statement and more of just a joke and how like if we need to be t- if we want to be taken seriously as a legitimate counter movement to the 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 mainstream culture we need to be able to be taken seriously um and it's just that it's it, it was an interesting thing to see how like that really that stemmed from that whole youth crew movement of like champion hoodies and crew cuts yeah mm-hmm so it's interesting and you can definitely tell what scene someone's into uh nowadays half the time just by looking at them but i don't know that it's such a bad thing either no it it definitely helps us identify each other hmm yeah that's uh (laughs) yeah I, I don't have like concrete thoughts on that in the first place because like i was saying earlier when i was at the wedding i was like talking to the dudes about what's kosher these days and half i was kidding half i was actually kind of curious because like i mean like you were at this is hardcore yeah everything seemed fine everybody was fine i smelled you know substance everywhere Mm -hmm. um but yeah no you're right i mean even walking around there i mean you could kind of see like you know, that group of kids at that table are going to be more into a certain even style of hardcore. Yeah. Well, and I think uh, I heard it recently stated really well in that, like, the hardcore scene, like, especially when it started out, because Straight Edge wasn't a huge part of it in the very beginning. Right. Um, but the whole scene developed as, like, you know, when you come here, we accept you for who the fuck you are, regardless of what you are, because everyone else doesn't, and that's the hardcore scene. But there's always a pack mentality, but then you, you eventually come to the realization of, like, well, I've got to either be that or not be that. You can't claim it and then judge someone for making a different decision than you and, like, kicking them out of the scene, because then you're going against the very thing that you started the whole culture off of oh yeah i i know i can't speak for the rest of the country i hear things are still a little fucking buck wild in the midwest but uh i think as far as the coastal scenes go we're good you're you're pretty much fine there was there was a real bad patch there like oh yeah there was definitely a resurgence in like the probably mid 2000s of like and it's always kids it's kids who get into it who um it's it's the first time they've been a- they 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 haven't found an identity so they attach themselves to to something and they latch onto it so hard because they don't know what the fuck else to do and they think they have to prove themselves as a part of that and then they all get older, and some of them you still see around the scene. Uh, most of them have beers in their hands now, and the rest of them aren't even anywhere to be found in any punk scene, because uh, for that it was just a phase. Yeah, there are some fucking straight edge lifers, but like all of them that I've met, have always been cool people. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, was that. <laughs> So the article was fine for what it was? Yeah, I mean, I don't expect much coming out of the Rolling Stone, especially when talking about a subculture that it's never been a part of. Now that Hunter S. is gone. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, it was fine. I mean, I have to read the rest of it still. I don't know. Maybe I'll stumble across something that I find super inflammatory, and I'll be back here next week, like <laughs> seething and foaming at the mouth about it. But I thought it was going to be worse. Yeah, I expect I expect really bad things when the Rolling Stone does anything because uh, they're awful. <laughs> Yeah, not quite representative of the cultures anymore. Yeah. But that's cool. I'm glad you took the time to read through that. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get to it today. Um, Unfortunately, got caught up with a bunch of other nonsense around campus. So there was that. (laughs) Fun times. Oh boy! Mm-hmm. Um, Check the old Trello. See if we got any. Seeing how it is approaching Halloween, I feel like we haven't talked about any in a while. Has anyone seen any good horror movies lately? Um, or series? Anything cool? Fuck. Uh, Caught up on American Horror Story, but you know how that tends to go. I don't know what to make of that statement. Because I'm generally a, a big fan of the show, and I haven't seen any of this season yet. This season I haven't caught up on, um, but I caught up on all the most recent, like the Lady Gaga season. I thought she was great. Um, I still have to finish that season. I just I have fell a off hard a bit. time placing that, because they use the horror motifs as a vehicle, not as the horror. Well, uh, yeah, um, I mean, it's... Where I, what I will give them is they're the the one series that I've seen that has stuck with being something um, that maintains the horror aspect throughout without completely falling apart. Um, the Walking Dead's a shit show. I mean, it, it, it's not based off the greatest fucking source material to begin with, but that's a whole other debate that I can have with some nerds who only got into zombies through those fucking comic books. Fuck you guys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's despite the fact that I've I mean I gave up on season two, and I'm not looking forward to finally watching season three. But I loved season one. I loved Freak Show. I think there's a lot of talent there. I think uh, it's a tough thing to do. It's a tough thing to take a horror story and and put it in that format. Yeah. Well, it's also it's a uh, I say it's a different even style of horror because it's not even necessarily the like oh this is spooky. It's more of a like disgustingness in people well yeah. yeah i mean and it and what makes it impressive is the fact that it's been something completely different every season you know uh, yeah with, with the first season being the murder house and like it went to an asylum and then witches it, it, I, the whole thing has been they really take it in a different direction See, every my, season. i guess my overall thing with it is they end up setting a lot of lines in the water a lot of uh sub stories and throughout the sh- a season, you'll get the resolution of most of those stories. And if not, they tend to, like, fit in somewhere in another season. Yeah. And that's all real cool. 
sometimes those uh there's a few of the sub stories i'm just they don't land for me um freak show while i thought that was one of the better seasons the pacing gets tricky because things will start and end mid-season and then you'll get new stories that start or develop more and well i mean freak show uh freak show was a giant red herring you know all of the promos were about the fucking clown killer and everyone was thinking this is this is it this is the big thing for the season this is right. clown killer and all of a sudden that fucking ends what was it like four episodes in something like that um, maybe a little more but and you like you, you even come to find out like this fucking clown really isn't like the monster in the situation um yeah yeah it, it like and it's, I think, uh, in some ways, it was sort of foreshadowing for what was to come with the with the main characters in the series. Did um, any of you get to see any of the promotional material for the new season? Because that was brilliant. I love the promotional material. Oh, it's man. also leading me to believe that all of this is getting tied together very soon. I'm hoping so. Be- but, I mean, that aside... Those little shorts were, I mean, that playlist is watchable. I mean, it was cool, just the the concepts. You could see where they could go. Um, curious to see where they're going to go with their choice, because I hear it was the Amityville. I don't know if that's true, first of all, but if it is, I mean, after all the documentaries that have come out about Amity... Um, From what I understand, uh, this season has been kind of like... You ever see that show, A Haunting? No. no. It was on, like, uh, it was on... I forget what, what channel it was, but it was one of those cheesy shows. I have four seasons of it on DVD. It was on A&E? Was it okay. one of those, like, Ghost Hunter shows? No, no. It was a show where people would come on and tell their stories, and they'd have people reenact it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have four seasons of it because I'm obsessed with it. I think it's the funniest goddamn thing. The first (laughs) ever episode, uh, one of the main people involved was this woman named Barbara Lard, which I will (laughs) never forget. Please tell me she's fat. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, no, it, it it's awesome. But from what I understand, the new season has been kind of that. But all of a sudden, like things are happening with the reenactors. That's just kind of how it's been explained to me. Uh, so I really need to watch it. I'm extremely it curious. Cool. It's an awesome concept if that's how it's working out. But yeah, I mean, I've I've heard a lot of people knock it, and I know a lot of people who are obsessed with it. Uh, looking at it as a horror fan, I appreciate what they've done, even if I'm not a fan of every season. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and I think it's been, it, it's another one of those things where I think it's going to be a gateway for more, th- like, I don't know, I, I think because of American Horror Story, these two seasons of Ash vs. Evil Dead and, had and an the easier Walking time. Dead. Yeah, and The Walking Dead. Well, I mean, but, you're right, you're right, you're, you're uh, verging on uh, something I've heard a few times before that 
what The Walking Dead did, despite how you feel about it on your giantly high horse. Um, uh, it's opening the door for things like American Horror Story, which is continuing to hold the door open for... Yeah, I mean, The Walking... We love horror, so this is only beneficial that they're popular, even if we don't love everything. It means more. Even if a large majority of that's bad, something good is going to come out of it. Yeah, um, I mean, Ash vs. Evil Dead's already uh, great. And look, uh, The Walking Dead, I think, would have been phenomenal if they left it where they meant to with... What, that, like a season ago? With the, with the first season. It was never supposed to continue. Uh, it did so fucking well... Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. ...that I they mean, were like, well, why don't you do a second season? But we're not going to increase your budget, and we want a full season. That's why the whole season took place on a farm. That was like two pages in the comics. The whole fucking season took place on a farm. You didn't see zombies until like the last three episodes, and it was like this god awful drama that they totally rewrote. Um, yeah, I wasn't privy to the source material, so it, the source material's fine, it, but there are better zombie comics to make a show out of. That maybe, yeah, that may be true. I mean, I don't know. I heard the source material was good before the show was even a thought in anyone's mind. Um, uh, beyond that point it's just something I throw on when uh, I've ran out of stuff that's like relevant and I blast through it in like two days and you're right most of the time it's not great um, I'm usually entertained and like it's the, the last few seasons have been re- like the, at least entertaining if not good in my, my opinion my thing is I think it's a, it's a shame because like they have moments in in the show. This where, is like, the last season, right? Like from what oh. I've heard, last one or two seasons. But like, like they'll have moments in the show where it is fantastic, right? Like when we were uh, when they're at Terminus. That season, right? Terminus. Oh my god! That whole that season was... I thought was great. Everything that happened, I don't you know spoilers for those who care. I won't go into. But like, and then there's like there's some seasons before that, like. When they were in the jail and stuff, and I was kind of like... The jail wasn't good. I was like, meh. The farm wasn't great. I mean, I liked the end, but that doesn't warrant the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. All the drama with his wife. Yeah, there was a lot of bits of it that... You're right. I, they just didn't work for me either. Um, but since they're still cranking it the fuck out, I mean... I guess my point I'm, is it's a shame I, that... I don't know. I run know, out of stuff. We know they can do huh. great things. You know what I I've think... seen so much worse. Have you seen the Shannara Chronicles on MTV? No. Like why? Wait, whoa, whoa, is... whoa, 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 whoa! Why uh, like, are you why? I wasn't. I came okay. into it and like after a little bit, I think Matt was watching it and reading on his phone, like not even watching it. Didn't realize it was a book that he read because it was so bad. <laughs> and then I'm like, can I turn this the fuck off? And he's like, yes, because it was really bad. I mean, The Walking Dead is by no means like. The Hunger Games, which is not good. I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. I'm fighting too hard for this. I really things. don't care. I, 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 <laughs> think, I think what really fucking turned me off, I in the second season, I was mad that I watched through all of that. That's one. It was just warranted. unnecessary. Um, I gave up somewhere shortly after season three, and I think what really irks me about it is that it is a show that will pander to this 
audience of non-horror fans. So when I go to fucking Monster Mania and I see 5,000 shirts that say, if Daryl dies, we stop watching, I have to say to these people, like, if Daryl dies, it's a good show again. Have you ever seen the Italian film Zombie? Yes. No, not you, but that's what you immediately ask any Walking Dead fan when they inevitably say no. Like if, Spit on them? If if it was at a point where, like, I can watch it and know that, like, some of these fucking characters that everyone's fucking obsessed with are going to be off at any moment. But you know it's not going to happen on that show with most of them. There are moments where Rick loses sanity, and I love those moments. I love those that moments. Was, that was Quality cool. TV. I liked what they were doing with that, but, you know. One of my favorite memes turned into, like came from a moment of Rick breaking down but the all the silly like jokes with the panels of the walking dead with um, Rick and Carl mm-hmm. that's where that comes from and yeah. it's like it makes I don't know without that moment in cinema didn't you make one? I did I forget <laughs> what it even was I oh, I, I think I remember <laughs> I think of something about a, uh, a jalapeno or something yeah it's like, it's like what would the nosy pepper do or something? Got jalapeno business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dead. Stop. And then it's like Stop him getting closer to Carl. Jalapeno <laughs> Carl. <laughs> yeah. I, top five memes on the internet to this date. I love that fucking frame. That, the anteater that I just put up on our Insta. One of my fucking favorite frames to put funny words on. Yeah. So, other than The Walking Dead and not catching up on uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead and The American Horror Story, I haven't really, I haven't really been looking because it seems like it's just been a lot of. We nothing. all need to see apparently the new Blair Witch. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've seen some positive reviews from it. Um, a lot of people are saying. Really. Yeah. A lot of people are saying it was, like, the best attempt at a remake. So, I mean, if that's anywhere as close to what the new Evil Dead was for the old Evil Dead, I, I'd be I'd be thrilled because I love, okay. the, I love the new Evil Dead. It was so good. That's really a high bar to set, actually. I should say, if it's watchable at all. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping... Well, to be fair, as far as a sequel goes, they... What do they have to compete with? Book of Shadows. So, yeah, oh God, that's not even. That's not yeah, even. exactly, and that's what as one not of the people we were we were watching was saying. It's like there's things we don't talk about. Yeah, it's just not even worth talking about it. Don't remember it. It's not lore. It's not canon. Fuck it. Yeah, I uh, I haven't seen anything new lately. I did recently rewatch Hellraiser because Hellraiser fucking rules. No, sh- oh man, yeah, yeah, I uh. I showed my girlfriend that movie. Wait, with the uh, being upstairs and the fleshless dude. And yeah. yeah. And Pinhead. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what What I love about Hellraiser. They're, they're so... all watchable. I mean, they they start get pandering in the end, but like in the latter four. Dude, look. One's awesome. Yeah. Two, I'm still cool with. Three, right. I enjoyed. You didn't like the one where but... they were in space. Is that a joke? A little bit. Dude, I thought it was totally the last fucking six because there are nine of them. <laughs> yeah, I keep watching them. <laughs> fuck you! This is being, why I keep making them. Being in a state of of severe depression a couple years ago, I decided I'm gonna marathon 
all of these bitches <laughs> this weekend. So I watched all nine movies in one weekend, and it just gets worse. And I'm worse. sure it does. When fucking Adam really... Scott is a bad guy in one of them, <laughs> uh, yeah, now I'm out. Is that man. the one where they're all in, like? That was uh, Bloodlines, I believe. I think I watched that one. It's Jesus a big dumb Christ. pile of shit. Big dumb pile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, because it really loses what it was. Hellraiser was cool because it was this bizarre, psycho like this this whole weird psychosexual aspect to it. That's mm-hmm. like, yeah, makes it one of the most inappropriate horror movies to ever show. No, yeah. No, I guess, but like um, it needs to that needed to happen. Oh, it like, did. I I I and love you're it. You're right. They got really far away from that in yeah, the latter movies. Completely lost it. And then that last one, they when, always try and throw it in somewhere, but it doesn't when it's not the focus of the film. There was another movie I tried to watch. I think you and me got a chance to watch or at least part of it. Necromentia, I think. Oh, Necrologia. I watched the whole thing with my dad. Okay. And that, it's where he, uh, it's so convoluted, oh, but he like, it was, bargains with the devil for his son, and then... Or it's his, uh... He, brother? His brother, I think, that he takes care of. Yeah. That movie, if you actually watch the whole thing, is actually kind of cool. Like, I enjoyed that movie. It was, it's just... It was called Necrologia? Lagia, Necrologia, I think. Um, but like, yeah, um... It's weird. It's really, and it gets gross at some points. It, it's it's similar to Hellraiser, I feel, because it's that sort of trade, but instead of... Yeah, it's it's like a non-consenting trade for, like, this... Dude, when... It, it's oh, pretty man. fucked up. Yeah, like I said, I'm... I don't really want to go into this. <laughs> Did I? I'm watching but, it with my dad. Yeah, I bet that was rough. This reminds me of... Uh... This reminds me of an incident that occurred. Now, I don't know if either of you guys are familiar with uh, kind of a cult classic and kind of notorious throughout horror culture. Uh, it's a movie called Necromantic. Heard of it? I've never seen it. No, I've never seen it either. I'm the type of person who, when people tell me, like, this is something extreme, this is something, like, you, you have to see it like at some begotten. point. Hmm? Like Begotten Extreme or a Serbian film? Well, no. Uh, it's, it's its own sort of fucked up. Um, but this this woman and her husband steal a corpse and then she runs off with the corpse and there's all sorts of... Um, there's all sorts of corpse sex. And okay. Really, yeah, I mean, just why else would you steal a corpse? Incredibly uncomfortable, weird fucking scenes. So I, fi- I, I got my hands on a copy. I watched it once, and I was like, "Well, that was fucked." And uh, it ended up in a pile of movies, sitting downstairs. And I was out one day, and my roommate had a friend over, and Uh-oh. they're looking through movies, and they're like, well, sure, "What's this? We'll give that a whirl." What do we? Ah, oh, this. I feel like that's how a horror movie starts this off. This seems interesting. Uh, Isn't there a scene in Necrologia similar to that? Where I, he's like got this woman strapped down and she, she ain't there anymore? Oh, it's not what she's strapped down. It's it's his like girlfriend's corpse and he's like taking care of it. Ah. And there's like implicate. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it gets weird. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I get home. Oh, he's talking I'm to her. And they're both sitting on the couch quietly. And uh, they're just like, Phil, uh, there's a movie that you own. <laughs> I was like, what'd you watch? 
Like, <laughs> you knew what it was. They were like necromantic, and I was like, "Why'd you do that? <laughs> Why'd you do that? Did you not read the synopsis?" Uh, yeah. So there's an interesting one for all of you nuts out there who need to see all the weirdest shit. We've said it yep. once. We'll say it again. Begotten. We still haven't had our whiskey day with Begotten. We can. Well, not right now. Not it's now, like two obviously. Two hours long but... of just white noise for the eyes. Um, yeah, I'd be down for that, but like you said, not now. Yeah. Um, no, I'm oh, saying I can right, but... I can bring this over. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, on a summer note, a moment I had like a, why did you do that? Was when, uh, well, how did it even start? I think it was Green Inferno was going to be coming out. And when I saw the trailer, I was like, this is just fucking Cannibal Holocaust ripoff. Yeah, yeah. And then Tom found out it's, it's like, oh, it's supposed to pay, like, it's supposed to be an homage to all those uh, cannibal films. It's like, all right. So then you all wanted to see Cannibal Holocaust. Yep. So we downloaded it. We downloaded the uh, unedited version. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and Fuck. we screened it one afternoon, me, my girlfriend, Tom, his and that's- sister. That's what made me go, what the fuck, is when you text me later, you're like, yeah, I mean, Jesus, and you, like, kind of went on a bit, and... Well, like, what got me the most was, like, all right, we're acting, and, like, after reading up on the wiki, and, like, realizing that, like, okay, so all the... Because you never know with old movies, like, what was actually going on, how these movies were actually being He made. had to prove, like... Yeah, there the was a big was... court case. So, like, I had the comfort of knowing that all of these, um, in, in, you know, rapes in the movies were, that was all truly acted and staged and all, you know, the, like, v- vaginal crucifixion was fake and all that shit. But. It's rough. The animal shit is what really hit me because it's like. That was real. It's why I don't. I, I won't rewatch it, man. I don't. No, I, yeah, I don't no, no, no. It was all I needed. No, that's no one needs to see it more than once. On. I what saw it twice. Take away from it after a second viewing. I mean, like the story's pretty simple. No, yeah, and it's um, it's pretty similar throughout all of them. Um, like Phil said, I'm not really trying to get down on it again. I mean, I guess no, no, for no. all of you, ex, you know, the extreme fans out there, my it point is, no, you you don't. Well, it's like a part of history. It is. Um. Don't but, do that when you film movies. It's not necessary. <laughs> but at that time, they didn't have any rules. So yeah. they went as far as they could. But it's, just, it's almost as horrific with the Milo and Otis, the oh, that was repurposed fucked. children's story that was like, I think it was filmed in Japan for a student film, an art project. And they took, they made it a kid's movie. They made it a kid's movie, but there was all these like... Dead animals. There was a a lot of dead animals as a result you didn't see that happen in the movie because it was all like oh look and he fell off a cliff and made it but like yeah eventually one made it and it's like yeah horrifying mm-hmm. Walt Disney and all of his like subtle Nazism almost isn't as bad as all the actual death like I don't know my, my point was when uh, you were texting it's like yeah we watched it and I was, my first I was like Wait, you didn't let West? Uh, not you didn't let Ness watch it, did you? And you were like, <laughs> "Yeah," and I was like, "Why did you do that?" <laughs> yeah, you know, because I'm pretty sure it broke her a little bit. Yeah, you know, I think there was a lot of drinking that day. Yeah, it's a. Uh, 
Like I said, I saw that movie when I was I was 13 or 14, the first time I saw that movie. <laughs> and it was just like, what? what? Yeah, I bet. That was, uh, that was a lot to take in. I imagine. I mean, again, I mean, even, you know, being as dated as it was, it was, it was effectively unnerving. Yeah. Despite the wiki. You know, it was still a uncomfortable fucking movie. Very gritty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, ahead of its time, conceptually, very uh, behind in uh, actual execution. Mm. Well, somehow we ended up on fucking Cannibal Holocaust. That's where it always goes. Um, I, uh... Oh, (laughs) sorry, I have to bring up the point that I told a coworker about it because for whatever reason Hulu had it on for a while. I guess they did. Which version? I don't. Well, I'm assuming not a pleasant one because I told my coworker, and he apparently was on Hulu, and he's like, "Oh shit, Frank was talking about this." So he popped it on. Well, that pops in random places. I remember back when, like. Uh what was it? On demand was a yeah. thing, and it was all. It would just pop up on on demand, and you know, it would like. So, Hoo-hoo. he apparently at one point he was sitting out at the edge of his bed, and just kind of like, like, Ugh. and he said his girlfriend wakes up and she's like, "You okay?" And he's like, "No, no, I'm not okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear similar similar things about a Serbian film. Yeah, I heard I'm that not well. even gonna give that a run. I, I just don't. I just don't want to. Yeah, there's no. There's no point now um yeah i don't i could keep talking about the more extreme movies but i kind of just really don't want to. nobody nope. wants to talk um, about these no nope, no nope. halloween's coming up uh so if you guys haven't seen it i strongly recommend watching trick-or-treat oh, oh yeah. yeah we love that shit okay good um yeah everyone should watch that shit because it's fucking awesome um, I'm drawing blanks right now, though. I mean, it's my favorite fucking holiday. I usually you, have you, a you know what we trick gotta, or treat uh, viewing. Well, we got to start thinking about. Twenty eight days later is kind of one of my yeah, favorites. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. We got we had an easy one last year with the Misfits, but we had to. We can't do Misfits again. I no. think I have an album idea, but oh, you people can't hear idea. about that yet. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Cause we're gonna have to toss that one around for a little bit before it actually comes up. But uh, uh, about you guys, I don't, I don't think there's much longer left on uh, this current journey. No, we're no. Uh, gas is actually on on E. Oh shit! Well, well, uh, you've. This is now our destination. This is our destination. Uh, it's probably not safe with all the cannibals. Uh, sorry about that. Um, it's not unsafe to do your seatbelts. Do it anyway. Good night, ladies. <laughs>